Chillax, a podcast where you listen to this our boy talk about life, news, and anything interesting. So welcome back to another episode of Chillax. You know, I was checking out the Chillax podcast on Spotify, and I noticed that twelve percent actually reviewed and rated the the podcast. So thank you very much. You know, when I was like telling people to try and rate the podcast. For a while, I, I didn't see any rating at all, so I was a bit, I don't know, dejected, I guess. Like, like I, I was like speaking to a, to, to an empty void. But I'm just glad that, you know, people were, were actually listening, because sometimes I just wonder whether the people that I'm, that is listening to me, right? Because you can kind of see the stats when it comes to the podcast. Then I'm just wondering, are these people even real? But I know that I, I said this a lot of times and people actually emailed me and say, you know, I'm real, I'm listening to you. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I think the that's why I, like, I think a lot of content creators, they say, you know, when you go to those um, um conventions or you meet your viewers in real life, I mean, it really helps a lot to kind of identify who, who they are, how your how your audience look like and also just you know just knowing that be- there are actual people instead of just like numbers because it's very dehumanizing isn't it but this act of seeing people kind of humanizes it so i guess that's that thanks for rating the podcast and the rating is about 4.5 star which is not too bad not too bad it's like a <laughs> it's like a talkative uh grab driver you know, like usually when I see five star, I know oh this this guy is gonna be good. Everything is gonna be smooth. He's not gonna talk to me. He's gonna uh at the start he's gonna ask a few ask one question and say oh okay is the aircon good enough? Okay then that's all. That's all he's gonna ask. Then the whole whole ride will be quiet, smooth. But then those four point five stars one are like you know you know that he's good. He's not crazy or something. But some something must have set people off. That's why they, they give him four stars, so it balances out, right? So most likely he's gonna be, be a talkative one, and people generally are nice, right? They see, ah, uh, oh, uncle, talkative. I uh, you know, even though I hate people being talkative, probably shouldn't give him like two to three star, even though I'm annoyed. I just be nice, give four stars. So I'm I kind of am the talkative uncle that sits at about four point five star, but the right is still smooth though. The right is still smooth, but. Overall, you know, I'm the one that annoys you for a little, for a little while. Yeah, but anyway, jokes aside, today we're going to talk about too poor for a smartphone. I think this is kind of like an offshoot of the, the being poor uh, episode. This is just going into, in, in depth into an interesting story of mine where, where, you know, I'm just kind of reminiscing the time when smartphone was first released. And... And the interesting thing is that I never had a smartphone, right? I didn't own a smartphone for five years since it first released. And you realize, like, if you if you remember, right, smartphone adoption was very very fast. I think in the first two years it was like okay, here and there your rich friend might have it, but then like within three years, right? Like I think the second near the end of the second or near the end of the third year, everybody was holding a smartphone. And everybody had, like, I mean, smartphone, you got your WhatsApp group and everything, alright? So, everything was done around, like, groups and, you know, people were setting up WhatsApp group. People were having, playing games, having fun. But, you know, <laughs> I waited five years. So, there was, like, about two to three years of just 
not participating in any kind of smartphone thing. But, you know, I remember the first time when I saw an iPhone, I think it was an iPhone 2 or 3 in secondary school. can't believe this was like 10 years ago, man. But, but you know, like one of my friends got an iPhone. I don't know how he got it. I'm quite sure his parents bought, bought it for him. And, you know, it was during Sec 4, I think, then the, the iPhone became very popular. But around that time, you know, the there were a lot of knockoffs because smart, like iPhone was slightly getting popular. Then there were knockoffs in the sense where they have a, it, it, a lot of like manufacturers, right? They shift from the, the, the number pad to the touchscreen pad. But the touchscreen pad is a lousy version. It's not the glass version that we are all using now. It's the one that is like the, the touchscreen knock, like, like, the, like last time in the past, right? Touchscreen was like the very, the screen is like the plasticky, flimsy, where you press, right? Your, your, the screen will sink in the kind. Yeah, it's that kind. So a lot of manufacturers, right? They, they were selling this kind of like touch, fake, fake iPhones in that sense that doesn't have any, uh, Facebook internet function. It's just touchscreen. I don't know, because we, it was quite popular back then, right? iPhone is getting popular and it, it, it was a kind of like a budget option that had no games or no functions. Like, I mean, the function wasn't as good as an iPhone. But, you know, having tried the iPhone at that time, it was definitely very enjoyable. It was like, dang, this is like so cool, man. Like, but it was so expensive at the same time. Like... When, whenever my friend like take out his iPhone like after we, we will go to like um like the Kopitiam then we will have like lunch after school or or the fast food restaurant then after that is done right then he will take out his iPhone then we will all play the two player games like I think there was ice hockey like air hockey Fruit Ninja was fun and I think there was some other two player games that I forgot but it was very fun like being able to play like 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 trial I mean games that were actually fun and that uses touch touch gestures that was like revolutionary man because before that we were all using the number pad right and the number pad was like ah you know i mean it's not too bad but oh, this touch screen is just different and the touch screen is like it's like a glass screen you know and it feels way different more like atas than than your uh fake or lousy touch screen right that is like plastic and flimsy so that was pretty fun, trying out my friend's iPhone. Then I think iPhone 4 came out shortly afterwards. Then surprisingly, one of my teachers, right, that I was close with, bought an iPhone 4. And he, and he was like, so nonchalant, you know, I said, wow, iPhone 4. Then he just handed it to me, you know, uh, I'll try it out. Then I was like, wow, hey, cool, cool teacher, man, cool teacher. <laughs> then, I, then I just touched the iPhone. And you remember iPhone 4 was like, like iPhone 2 and 3 is like in terms of software and, and just the hardware, everything is like interesting, right? right? You never see before. But iPhone 4 is, is the one that looks very cool because now all the software and hardware is very, very good already, right? But iPhone 4 is the one that is like very boxy looking, glass, metal, looks so futuristic and heavy, you know? Then I was like, wow, this is the smartphone of my dreams or phone of my dreams because you know, it looks so cool. It's glass, you know? I think at this point, everything was plastic or something. Or maybe some of it is metal, like Motorola Razr was metal, right? But at this point, I think smartphone is kind of growing in popularity, but it's still not so common yet. So it was only like 
at the end of the long uh, O-level break. You know, after O-level, right, there's a long break, alright? So, I found a part-time job working at Starbucks, then, and then it was right about the time when it was, like, between the end of the break to poly, I was, like, taking a train one day, and there was a moment of realization, and this is an interesting moment that never happened before in my life. It's like, I was just sitting at the, I was just like standing on the train, leaning against like the, the corner, you know, like the, like the, the glass corner in the train there, near the door. Then I was looking in front, then I realized, hey, why is everyone using a white earbud? That's, that's interesting. Then I realized, oh shit, this is like the Apple's earbud. Everybody is using iPhone. It's serious because before that, right? I mean, iPod or whatever. I mean, it was kind of popular, but not so popular because it's like Apple iTunes is kind of like how do I say, very, very difficult to use. If you use a MP3 player, right? Android one is easy, just drag and drop. So a lot of people use that, but iPod is like a bit of a niche thing. I think when you start to see everybody in the train using it, then you realize, oh, they're using iPhone, man. Then I was like, what the heck? This is the moment. This is the turning point. Then immediately afterwards, right, that, that, that year itself, everybody started getting it. So in Bali, everyone got it, you know. I don't know how they got it because at that time, smartphones was expensive. The plans was expensive as hell. And every single people got it, except me. I'm the only one that didn't have it. Like, like out of the whole class, right? Like 60 people. I didn't get it, though. I, I don't know how. I mean, it's like their parents pay for it. But, but it's so expensive. I mean, maybe I could have asked my parents. I also had some earnings from working at Starbucks part-time, all right? But then I couldn't understood how I would pay for that thing for in the long term. It was impossible. Like, like smartphone plans back then, there, there was no... I don't think that was prepaid. So it was just impossible to do anything. Yeah, and, and even if I buy like a smartphone without a plan, there was no budget phone back then. So impossible also. So it was either between a, a iPod Touch, a tablet that doesn't have any phone function, that doesn't have WhatsApp, then you compare it to an actual smartphone. Yeah, so that was, that was quite an interesting moment. Um... Everybody began using WhatsApp, creating group, and I was in Bali at the time, so it was very social. You know, Bali, there's a lot of social events, a lot of like friends, interaction, and all these things, and I was essentially out of the loop. So my friends was, were the one that, that was relaying any kind of like school matters to me, like, oh, we're having a class outing. Then they discussed on WhatsApp, but then I wasn't on WhatsApp at all. <laughs> then... It's like it's interesting how like I just I just didn't hold a smartphone until until Polly is over, you know. Just right before army I got I got my first smartphone because I don't know. I, I feel I felt that in army it's gonna be very boring and I needed some sort of like um a, a device to pass time, right? And it only makes sense to kind of get a smartphone. Like 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 the entire poly I just no smartphone. I only had a I think I kind of cave in. So I managed to got an iPod Touch. And even though the... I, I still remember, you know, iPod Touch wasn't, wasn't cheap. But it was, it was... Relative to the smartphone, it was affordable. The iPod Touch was about 
250 to 300 and and that is like what the heck right so expensive but that was like the only alternative that is within my range if i go for a smartphone it's like seven eight hundred plus really and i also bought a nexus 7 which is like a google tablet which was very good it lasted me for quite some time like you got to use a lot do a lot of things you can watch shows you can read read books so it was pretty useful uh, i played a few games here and there but overall i think not having 3g is still a huge issue so the only time i can do things was, was at home or in school which is i guess it's fine it's a good stand-in for now to make me feel not <laughs> left out um but you know it's unfortunate i couldn't get a, yeah it's too expensive so essentially you know i i i i i just wasn't in the loop at all <laughs> then then only in in army that i start using my i started start using smartphone that i added everybody in whatsapp <laughs> then it's a bit too late really but i think it's good uh, eventually i got on it and you know my first smartphone was also pretty shit like I think at the time when I got a smartphone, it was when budget smartphone was like growing in popularity. Like there are, there are a lot of cheaper options already. And and the first smartphone was kind of shit as well. But overall, overall I'm just glad that I, I, I had a smartphone because not having one was just painful. But you know, at that, at that point in time, I, I, I was not only a smartphone was like a medal of honor, you know. I even went I went to internship without, without, without a smartphone, Jesus. Don't even have a smartphone, you know. <laughs> then I was like, ah, oh, I don't have a smartphone. I was like, wow, so happy. Like, like, you know, I don't need one. I don't need one. And but I I mean I guess I eventually caved in. Like I have to have one. Otherwise it's like it's like it's, how do I communicate? How do I communicate? It, it was impossible to communicate. You know? Like there was I remember there was this time in army. Like where I was in the army, there was this guy where he didn't have a smartphone. Wow, he even more zai than me, you know? Like more more powerful than me. Where he didn't have a smartphone longer than me. And he was uncontactable. He he was holding what you know what kind of phone is it? The Nokia phone. The Nokia phone that doesn't have camera, the one that you throw on the floor is, and it will the floor will break instead or the phone will break. It's like it was what? I don't know, but he was a I was working in the, in, in the office, in the HQ, so there was a lot of weird people and he was one of the weirder ones where his habit was pretty weird. Every day, right, he will go to canteen. So there was, the, I mean, in, in army, there was different option. There's free food where you can eat in the, in the, in the cookhouse, which is terrible. Then we have the canteen food, which is something that you had to pay. And then the canteen, right, is one of the best in the entire of army where they have western food so this this guy this acquaintance or friend of mine will go to the canteen the western food every single lunch time and buy ayam penyet every single day every single day man fried chicken and fries he doesn't even eat it with rice at all it's just fried chicken and fries every single day and he's the kind of very skinny one. He, he won't get fat. But it's like, I don't know, man. Eating it every day, I think I would die. I think at this point, I kind of felt a bit self-conscious about my weight, about my health. Because in secondary school, 
everything every time you, you go out you eat fast food right it's affordable and it's nice after school you hang out at fast food restaurant same thing so i just felt like ah, i shouldn't be eating fast food every day fried fried stuff but this guy was eating it he doesn't care he doesn't give a shit he was uh i mean a bit it's like there's a screw loose or something i i, I hate to say that but really is he did a lot of weird things i don't know i i, I probably will share it in the future but but it's so so weird it's so gruesome and so i don't know i don't think you'll ever see these kind of people unless you go to army where you have you, have, you get to have a chance to meet different sorts of people from different lives right yeah but anyway he didn't have a smartphone so it was uncontactable and he just didn't want to involve himself with anything so so that's fine but but i guess the reason why i wanted to share this whole thing right is because uh you know that like even if you're poor and like life kind of sucks it's only temporary um like if you feel that you shouldn't be spending on it and it's too expensive like no worries man like perhaps there will be some peer pressure here and there but you just need to know what you want and if you feel that it's expensive then you shouldn't buy it and you just need to keep working on it and if you want to buy it you should just keep working and saving it up instead of using credit card i never understood like why people would would like use credit to buy stuff but i mean some people do i guess like maybe at this maybe at this kind of juncture right when you're faced with this kind of situation if i if i was if i have access to a credit card i would have just bought it i mean i i'm quite sure i could have got gotten a credit card but it's for some cases like people will have known about this and they, maybe they will have just used a credit card and buy a phone yeah so i think ultimately really just to try and live below your means i still remember the day where i i remember at the start of like my part-time job like at starbucks i was earning some i mean i was earning a lot of money and have no responsibilities right so i was spending every single like paycheck then at one point i just realized wow i really spent a lot then i started saving like crazy then eventually i save up enough right like working there for like two years part-time i i i was just i don't know i was just very happy because after that day right after after working there for so long i was able to take cab or eat at a restaurant without without like how do i say without that fear of not of like of not having enough money because i remember i i mean if you if you have listened to the being poor podcast that that episode and like i mentioned there were times in secondary school i would still borrow money for like when i don't have enough money to to pay for food like when people go i mean when we hang out at fast food restaurant i don't have enough money that i'll borrow from friends right i still remember that feeling then now having like like a lot of money in my in my bank where i can just take cap if i really want to i can eat at restaurant without i mean you you, you wouldn't buy drink at that point i mean it's still expensive but you can still pay for it without any i think apprehension yeah so and even now i think right now after working and also having intern having saved up so much money um it's it's nice to be able to just like you know my laptop break then i 
just buy a laptop. The next day or like today I can just go online and buy a laptop without feeling the pinch. That was a good feeling. I can just buy a coffee machine if I want. I can go overseas. I mean, if Thailand opens up now, if there was no COVID, I can go to Thailand now without any care in the world. But I got the money to do, to do that. And that was, and that is a very good feeling because that is like financial freedom, isn't it? Is that, is that how you use the word financial freedom? By just having the freedom to use your money and not fearing that you would incur like a debt or something, right? So that is nice. I think if you are kind of at this stage where you are feeling cash strapped or in debt, I, I don't think you should probably just not, I mean, how do I say this? Mm, don't worry that much. Just keep on living below your means and keep working and saving money. Then you will eventually get there. Because if you keep living below your means and you keep saving money, then, then, you, then you will reach the point where you have enough money to your bank, right? That you can spend on anything you want. Yeah, so that's that because I don't know, if you try and keep spending on things, waste money, then that's how you have no money in the end, right? Yeah. Personally I'm just still pretty apprehensive when it comes to like getting into a relationship. I think most people kind of expect some form of spending in a relationship. It's 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 like quite hard to find somebody that is like absolutely low maintenance that can eat like coffee shop every day. Like I can eat Thai fun like or dates. It's kind of hard though. It's kind of hard. I think most people kind of demands or I don't think demand is a good word. But it's just requires like a certain um like we have to go and eat restaurant. And even if and even for me, I feel that if you eat coffee shop every day, it's a bit like luster, isn't it? And and I, I would want to just go restaurants as well. So just I don't know, man. I think this is a part. Of, this is a contention, a point of contention for me. Like, like, wow, I don't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> but then, like, the isolation can be quite tough, I guess. I think now it's still okay because when you are, when you just graduated, um, or you are nearing graduation. Okay, when you are still in school, you wouldn't feel it that much. Uh, when you, because you are still with your friends, right? But once you are. Once you have graduated and once you start work, you can start to feel the isolation slowly creeping in. Maybe the first five years, not so much. But then when your friends get your BTO, get their BTO, um, when they have their kids, I think after 30, that's the part where you are, you, are, you might feel isolation. I haven't reached that part yet. I think all my friends are kind of in the stage of getting married, BTO, so my prediction is that maybe in three years time when when kids start popping out then that's the part where you know they will just live their own family life then i'm just like here so you know it's a i mean it's one part of it is just i'm trying to find a hobby like which is this thing i'm trying to find a passion project that can work on and if we can like earn a side income that's great but overall, I just need something for me to take my mind off and feel some sort of purpose because work is also, I don't know, man, I feel like a cog in a wheel. And I, and I don't really feel super excited about just work in general. It's not just a, it's not really a, a 
what I'm doing, that's the issue. It's just, I don't know. It just work in general. Like, if you put me in a, doing a job that I really, really like, I don't think I have any job that I really like. So it's just, I don't know. It's a mindset thing, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, just finding passion projects to work on. Um, and so maybe trying on dating apps, I guess. But dating apps is, I feel like, it's not a very good place to find people. Everybody is just kind of wired to swipe for the prettiest. And then maybe guys are wired to swipe the prettiest. Maybe females wise. I think a lot of people on the on the app just wants to are generally pre have, have this kind of like have a certain kind of kind of characteristics, common characteristics I, I would say. And the one that I realized so far, right? is very true and not being i mean this is not i think okay a lot of people will say oh they like to travel they are like high flying the kind but i think that aside you know there are also different kinds of people right but the one that is really common that i don't think you can deny is the fact that a lot of people there like wants to have have a child like they often put on their profile that oh they want to have children and that is that is kind of like if you look into it, it's it makes sense because um if you are if you want to have kids, you are kind of like I mean before you have kids you need to get married and before you get married you need to have a have a relationship, right? That's why you're on the app. That there's so there's a sort of urgency to there to do these things, right? I mean your life is short. It's kind of short, I guess. So you will want to try and faster look for a relationship and and you know, uh, have some sort of like dating phase, then you get your BTO. BTO also takes five years. So a lot of these things require time. So everybody on there is like just looking for people that has, that wants children. And that makes it very, I think, I, I guess challenging if you don't want to have children. Yeah. And you can't just set to not wanting children, children because I think all the apps right now I don't know. I think they are owned by a company, if I'm not wrong. Like they're owned by the same company, all the dating apps. And, and they, they recently, not recently, like not too long ago, they introduced a, a restriction where they don't allow you to, like, like the, the, the criteria right, for one thing or not one, one thing is, is, is put behind the premium option. So way before that, when I was using, it was like an option that you can use, but now cannot read. And even if you use it, right, it's like you see like perhaps 100% of the people right now in your app. You, when you use that, it cuts down to like 5%. Yeah. So it's a bit unfortunate. Even though you see news, you talk to some of your friends, they all keep on saying like, ah, oh, yeah, it's very common. Everybody don't want to have kids. But maybe it's just the, 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 the way dating apps is. Like everybody will flock there, right? Yeah. So I guess that's that. That's that. Um but anyway. Uh I hope some parts of it is relatable if you are like in the same position as me. Like not just the dating app part, it's also like the 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 smartphone being poor part. I think anyway, I well I probably should have said this earlier on before I started the thing because right now most of people will have stopped, like half of the people have have been gone, right? So I realized like the things that I talk about is like because heart to heart talks, right? That's what the 
the the thumbnail says. So a lot of these things are very heavy, and what I feel is that like sometimes it might be a bit too heavy, and you know some of the viewers, like one of the listeners, right, has said, "Oh, I I listen to your podcast uh, when I fall asleep," and I was just wondering, like, yeah, I understand, like it's like it's good because it's pretty soothing, it's very chill, and all these things, but then I feel that the topic might be a bit too um negative, and if people are listening to this when they fall asleep or when they are doing work or when they are co- commuting to work, right? Or commuting home. I mean, I don't want to create a very negative atmosphere. So sometimes I, I will assume that like, maybe this podcast is listened in a setting where, where, you know, you are feeling like it and you resonate with this and then you will listen to this like intentionally, not like a background sound thing, not like a situation. So I think maybe it's half-half. Like some people listen to it when they go to sleep. Some people listen to this, you know, when the new podcast come out, then they listen because they are interested in the topic. So, um, I actually, I actually, you know, maybe I I'm not quite sure. Maybe I should consider creating like more, uh, like a second episode, uh, uh, once like every week I create one more where I just talk about random things that are not so negative. Not too sure about that, man. Not too sure. But I mean, it's just food for thought for now. So, guess that's that. So anyway, thanks for listening and I will see you next week.